You're listening to Real Talk with MBK, a podcast designed to raise emotional and relational consciousness. I'm your host, Mary Beth Konis. Real Talk with MBK will regularly cover sensitive topics, so this podcast is for adults only and may contain adult language. Also, Real Talk with MBK is not offering any psychiatric or medical diagnoses. We're here to open up conversation about the beautiful, gritty experience of being human. So if you're ready to awaken your mind and ignite a more creative approach to your life, you're in the right place, and welcome. Welcome to the new year. This is so exciting. It's a new freaking decade. That is a powerful moment time moment in time to be existing in. So I'm so glad that I'm here with all of you living in 2020. It's quite amazing so far. I hope you've found that to be the experience as well. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you, as always, I'm really shocked by my own challenge for myself to fit this topic in a 20-minute timeline, so I'll do the best I can. If I can't, which I probably won't be able to, um, but if I can't, then this may be a two- or three-part series because this is basically the foundation of what I have built my entire business on. Um, we are talking about intuition, my friends, and why, what is it and why is it important and how do you even get started reconnecting? But really quickly, before we dive in, I want to ask that if you enjoy what you're hearing and it resonates with you, please share with your people and your circle and also jump on whatever platform you listen to me on this podcast and rate and review with a positive um, feedback. That would be so helpful as I am trying to broaden my reach and get into more people's cars and ears and um, just spread the knowledge and love. So um, let's dive in to intuition. What even is it? It can be defined as so many different things, but for me, I think of it as my gut instinct or feeling, and I also think of it as my guiding light or inner source of knowledge. It's like that sixth sense that some dogs have and some animals, I guess, um, where you can kind of You just have a feeling or prediction of what might be in the future, what might come or happen or um, something like that. So there are millions of ways that we shut down our intuition beginning from a young age because when we don't have the experience of building trust with that gut feeling or those instincts, then it's very easy to shove them aside or ignore them or straight up, you know, just reject them. And a lot of times that begins in childhood and um, then we just create a habit of 
um, ignoring our intuition or talking ourselves out of it or intellectualizing our way away from it. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit, hopefully we'll get to it today, but, um, the plan is to talk more about how to reconnect once we have kind of almost desensitized ourselves to our own intuition. Um, so let's now, now that I've defined kind of what it is, it's that gut instinct, or usually you feel it in your gut, or it's just that thing that gives you pause, like immediately when you meet somebody or they mention something that might happen or you're in a particular situation and you just sense something might be off or really good or it just, you know, whatever. You all know what I'm talking about. It's your intuition. Come on. Um, so let's talk about why it's important before we dive into, um, reconnecting with it. This is the thing, the source that each of us has. We're born with it. Nobody can take it away. We can only, we are the only ones who have power to get rid of it, which is kind of cool to think about. But, um, this is our source of protection and wisdom beyond logic or facts. Um, it is like our, it's almost like our internal spiritual divinity. If you would allow me to speak of humans as being divine creatures, um, this is that element. So the reason it's important is because it is what, um, warns us of danger or potential threats. It is what um, protects us and leads us into our highest self and into greatness and into the most beautiful experiences in life, as well as steers us away from the most terrible and destructive. So, case in point, my life, um, if a person does not listen to their intuition or has historically, habitually rejected it or shut it down as I did in my twenties or all through my teens and then into my twenties. So by, by the time I hit 21, I was just like, what the fuck ever my intuition is. I just do whatever my heart says. Usually I was living 100% out of my heart, which sometimes in our world that's like celebrated, oh yeah, follow your heart. Well, follow your heart plus intuition plus logic. That's what I would say. <laughs> like use all the parts of who you are, not just one element of you. So, but I was determined to be a free spirit my entire life and never let that be stifled or shut down or boxed in. And so I thought that meant living out of your heart and not, and kind of throwing caution to the wind and not caring that other people had hesitations about my choices and things like that because I'm following my heart and I'm a free spirit. That's what I would kind of think in my head and probably say out loud, God. And now, looking back, I'm like, oh, well, their intuition was, and there she quickly went when I ignored her, because when you ignore intuition, you will find yourself in all different kinds of scary predicaments, 
for me, I ended up in an abusive marriage to a pastor, which seems very tricky. And to the outside world, it's like, how does one find themselves in that type of scenario? And now my short answer is, oh, disconnection from intuition. That's it. Um, so what, what happens when you're not connected to your intuition is you reject or you overlook red flags. You just don't care. You really, if you like, don't listen to that gut instinct and that gut feeling that pulls you into maybe questioning or finding more information out or getting curious about something or taking some time to investigate, um, then you throw caution to the wind and you just deep dive in and, hey, you know what? There could be a cement block at the end of that pool um, that you weren't expecting and now your neck is broken. That was a really dramatic scenario, but it's kind of what happened to me. Um, because I dove into love head first and I just, you know, it didn't make sense that in the evangelical purity movement, they were like, men are the leaders of relationships and families and you should trust them to pace the relationship and, um, and you and <laughs> how your relationship will go and the types of conversations you'll have and and you could just trust them because they're hearing from God and they have a higher calling to treat you like um Christ treated the church and so that's even more important and weightier than what you have to do which is just respect and honor them and submit to them so it's like like I had my my doubts about that philosophy um, but I threw caution to the wind and I was like, this has been around for decades and centuries, this type of belief system. So surely it works. And so I denied my intuition there and my gut instinct, which was, which was to question that a little bit more and maybe investigate and get a little bit more curious about the ins and outs of how that should actually look in, within a relationship. And I got into a relationship with a super radical f fundamentalist Christian and I thought I was safe because he was committed to God and um, that was red flag number one or that was intu intuition denial number one. And then the red flags came of like um, while we were dating, he would say just little things like, oh, I saw you talking to that guy you know, and it kind of seemed like you like him. So if that's the way it's going to be, then I guess we're not what I thought we were. Um, and that's cool. You can just decide that, but I just want you to tell me because I thought we were like special. And if we're not, because you're talking to other guys like that, then, you know, I won't think that anymore. And I probably won't talk to you as much. Intuition, Mary Beth's intuition said, oh, that feels weird and like a little hard. It's landing a little rough. Um, but hey, I really like this guy and I could trust him. He's godly. So I'm just going to not ask any questions about that and <laughs> really super prove to him that I don't care about any other guys. And so what I did was I denied my intuition and then I accommodated his insecurity and way before, this is before we were even dating, 
I was just, we just knew we liked each other. And then I immediately followed through with that accommodation and stopped talking to all other guys pretty much all together. Like not even were, like I didn't even say hello. I mean, I really cut it off. And, um, and I thought that was being like the most honorable Christian woman that I could be to my potential future family leader. So I thought it was very virtuous and I felt very honorable and dignified by how much integrity I had. Looking back, I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. I just self-abandoned and um, let someone in the gate and through my boundaries of like protecting my heart when with no no safeguards, no questions, no tests, no proof of trust, nothing. He just got, came right in because he was Christian. So that's a little example of how intuition denial can start and how quickly it can happen. Um, but we do it all the time. So even out in public, around strangers, or um, even just in different environments that you might find yourself in. Sometimes we get a feeling or just a vibe and it's like, oh, it feels off in here. There's like a weird energy or whatever. And if we don't look for the resolution or like the outcome or maybe what that possibly could be, it's so easy to just negate that gut instinct and be like, oh, it probably was nothing. Oh, that probably was just me overreacting or be dramatic. But if we take the time and really pursue our intuition and get curious about things and ask questions and dive in, then I think most of the time we will find, and it may take years sometimes, but we will find that we were right. And if we did that more, we could more quickly develop trust with our intuition and that would become very solid. But we're busy and there's a lot on our mind and sometimes it's hard to decipher what's intuition versus fear versus feelings of past from past experiences or whatever. So there's a lot that goes into it. So I don't want to downplay, you know, how simple it is to ignore your intuition, but all, you know, part of being conscious and choosing the life you want is to be aware of this. So I am raising it to your awareness. And now call you to be mindful of your intuition when it's speaking to you. So once I got into the abusive relationship and I mean, it was too late by the time it got abusive, obviously it didn't start that way, but there were many red flags that I had um, completely bypassed because I was so disconnected from my gut. And by the time I was married and seeing all the signs of domestic abuse, even though I didn't know what that was back then, but now I do. Um, it was too, you know, quote unquote, too late for me. Um, and what I tell victims of abuse now, their first step when you are ready to leave a relationship that is toxic and unhealthy for you and your family, the first step is reconnecting with your intuition and learning how to listen to your gut again. And it takes time and practice 
and developing that sensitivity to your own body again. And that's where you start. And it's obviously not just with abuse victims, but anyone who feels that they've been taken advantage of or um, maybe has a history of codependency um, or just unhealthy relationships. Like my encouragement to all my clients is to get in touch with that gut feeling again. Where is your gut leading you? What's it saying to you? And and that could be, again, a little bit, feel a little bit complicated at first when you're diving into um, getting conscious and clearing your mind and healing your emotions and things like that. Feelings and intuition and triggers and all of that can kind of get a little bit clouded. And so that's why it's really helpful to have a coach um, help you kind of pick those apart and put them in different categories. Um, but your intuition is not fear. Those are two separate things. So fear is usually based on either personal experience or, um, teaching or modeling of a past experience. So either it's like your parents saying, if you touch that hot iron, you're going to get burned because they know that to be true, right? And so we can model their truth um, and that fear can be in us. Or we can have our own experience with getting our toe run over by a car. And now we know when when we're like afraid to have our feet by a tire or whatever. Um, And that fear protects us from repeating potential threats or experiencing a potential threat. So, and that's based on experience, either our own experience or someone else's, so that they've passed down or let us know about. And then intuition is just, like I said, that almost divine instinct inside of us that can really read energies in those um subtler vibrations from other people or environments. So that is the briefest version of an intuition breakdown that I've ever even thought of in my head, much less communicated. So if there's any questions, please let me know. I want to answer them. We're, we're going to have to do a part two because this is so important to reconnect to because I also want to talk about how particularly women get into some really sketchy, dangerous, scandalous scenarios because they, um, in our culture, in our patriarchal culture, we are kind of conditioned and taught to deny our intuition And that can get really tricky as we move from adolescence to adulthood and then um, try to navigate men and self-respect, but also sexual desire and being alone and using your voice and, um, you know, stirring up shit versus being dramatic and, you know, all of that gets entangled. And so I really want to dive a little bit more deeply into that because... Obviously, I believe in finding your power in every situation, and especially for women, it is inherent that we 
are connected to our intuition and following it and trusting it um, in order to keep us safe and empowered and also simultaneously soft and loving and compassionate. So we will dive more into that. Thank you all for listening. I'm just so honored to have your time and this space and 2020. Welcome to it. Let's dive in deep this year. I would love to hear feedback from you guys. Um, Don't give me crickets. Don't be silent. Use your voice. Speak to me. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're wanting to know about, what you'd like to discuss um, and get your wheel spinning and I will start chatting about it. So until next time, my friends, I hope you're talking and having conversations with your people every day and getting more conscious. This conversation isn't just for me and you. It's for friends, family, colleagues, and our children. Please spread the enlightenment with your people. If you found this content to be helpful, be sure to leave a favorable review wherever you're listening from. And if today's real talk was really talking to you, send it to a loved one so they can join the conversation. Thank you again for listening and investing in the betterment of you and the world around you.